Hi. How oh are my, you? Oh my god. Hi. Oh, wow. <gasps> I didn't notice these pins all over your shirt. I used to have a ghost pin. I, I'm wearing my denim jacket. It's got pins. I used to have a ghost, but it got lost along the way. God, in the last few weeks, I'm really sad. Yeah. And I got it in my favorite place, New Orleans, so I have to go get another. Oh my Me gosh, too. we have to go back. I know. I'm upset. Uh-huh. But here we are. Episode 40. Woo! We're recording it live for our patrons. I can't believe it. They're watching They're us watching right, us right now. now. It's kind it's of nerve-wracking. And honestly, I feel... Watched. I feel, yes. You feel literally watched. Exactly, watched. Exactly, exactly. Remember that story we told last week about the guy who had the chairs turn and face him? Yeah. That's how that's I feel. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. That's what I, that's what I was saying. Like, he should have been mm-hmm. like, this is my moment. My patrons are watching me. And this is... That was the library's episode. Yes. And yep. now I feel watched. Now we're being watched. The chairs are turned towards us. And here we go. And we're the golden ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. All right. Like I said, episode 40, Ghoul Talk, volume five. Volume five. How did we get here? Which, if you've never listened to a Ghoul Talk before, it's listener stories, which I would say are among my favorite. Absolutely. They're definitely my fave. I mean, the people have the best stories. And they trust us with them. Yeah. I know. That's an honor. Truly. Yeah. It's especially spooky when someone writes in and they'll say something like, I've never told anyone this before, or like, I haven't been able to talk about it. So we feel blessed. We feel hashtag blessed. Hashtag Honestly, it's deeply personal, and we appreciate you guys sending them. And never stop. Never stop. Truly, don't stop. I want more and more. Can't stop, won't stop. Do you guys want me to kick it off? Kick it off, hun. Okay, this comes from Heather. Heather. And Heather is a patron. (gasps) I don't know if she's watching, but if she is, this is your story. Are you out there? Hello? (laughs) She may watch later. Okay. Hey, Heather. (laughs) She says, hello, my gorgeous ghouls. Thank you ever so for covering my suggestion of royal hauntings, which <gasps> was a really fun one. That was very fun. I know Emily so loved fun. it. I, oh God, <laughs> I did. Royal hauntings, that's Emily's king. I want to be in a castle. You do. But Near like San Antonio me. castle. Exactly. Hotel Emma. Hotel Emma, that is my castle. So one day, <laughs> yeah, I will be there. <laughs> she goes on to say, While my paranormal experience is not one of royal hauntings, it does involve a haunting on Royal Street. What? Yeah. My husband's family has a place in the French Quarter. Uh, What? That's the list. And shortly after we married, the women of the family decided to welcome me into the fold with a girls' weekend in New Orleans. Like, how lucky. Like, oh my god. (laughs) Dream. On our first night, after a delicious dinner at Muriel's, yes, honey, yes. Uh, that's get? what Heather says, <laughs> we decided <laughs> to st- take a stroll down bourbon. Mind you, I'd only had two drinks at dinner, if you don't count the one I spilled all over my new mother-in-law, an entirely different oh story for another God. time. What? Heather, I feel for you. <laughs> P.S. No, shut up. I need to hear forgiven this me. story. <laughs> Heather, oh, let us know. Heather. But she's been forgiven. Okay. Well, good. So I had my wits about me. After enjoying the Bourbon Street revelry, we decided to take a shortcut via Royal Street. As we turned down the darkened street, I began to have a sinking, sickening feeling. As we turned down the darkened street, I began to have... I, I just said that. She's repeating herself. <laughs> 
Of she had a sinking, sickening, sickening feeling of okay. both nausea and dizziness, with a heaviness as if an elephant was sitting on my chest. Yeah. Ugh. That's real freaking heavy, man. <laughs> I love elephants though. Uh, so if there was a baby elephant on my chest, that'd be fine. <laughs> I grabbed my newly minted cousin's arm and said, something is wrong. I feel so sick. She shrugged apologetically and said, look up and you'll understand. I looked up and saw, even in the dark of night, the swish of a hoop skirt fly across a second story balcony. So what? Excuse me? Even now, I can see the golden brown silk skirt and lace petticoat. I screamed, did you see that? And she replied, of course, that's the lady of the house. Gone with the wind. Bye. After taking several <laughs> long breaths, we continued walking toward our house. The further away we walked, the better I felt. A, fl- a few blocks later, we arrived home, and I made myself a stiff drink. I spent the next hour or so researching 1140 Royal Street in an effort to better understand what and who I had seen. Mm. Thank you for listening to the story of my sighting of Madame LaLaurie. Shut <gasps> up. Heather. I saw her. Yeah. Holy Holy hoop skirt. Shit. Holy hoop skirt. Holy Honestly. hoop skirt. That's and like, intense. Did she, she warned you? She warned her before? Like no, no, no. She her? said, she, she was said she felt sick and then. And then she felt the pressure. She said, the cousin said, look up. And Classic. then she saw her. Oh my God. Classic so, cues. That, that explained why she was feeling There's a ghost. Sick. Oh my God, I feel sick right now. No. Should we show? Yeah, I have Reese's over here. <laughs> Emily's got a snack. She has a snack stash. Ooh, it's a little like ASMR. underneath underneath her leg. Reese's. Mm. I this was an ad for Reese's, so please send me some. I'm gonna I, do one right now on air. She has my favorite Kit Kat. I hit up a the. I'm gonna eat it in a hole. <laughs> Valentine's. Only one way to eat a Reese's. I hit uh, up the Valentine's aisle at Target this evening and got Reese's smart. hearts. Smart. Because I'm no fool. Oh, so they're out there. They're not for public consumption. Okay. Right. It's Ugh. my secret stash. Okay. I'm I love hearing my mouth, but so you like it, real chunky peanut butter. Yeah. I've been compared to a doomsday prepper, but with Reese's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You you had the Christmas tree ones. There is last year you had the Easter ones in yeah. like May. I don't play games. <laughs> okay. Okay, well let me tell you. <laughs> You can buy that shit in bulk on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I got it for on the cheap because it was 75% off. All right. It's more satisfying Get that the way. Sale. It is. We love a deal. I love a deal. <laughs> That's oh. what I'm going to say. True. Also, ASMR. Do you guys like it? Uh, fun story. I started listening to that when I lived in Vietnam and I couldn't sleep. And it was right when it started. So there weren't many... ASM artists at the time, but I would listen to it to fall asleep. And then over the past few years, it's blown up and it's often mocked, which I get. But yeah. There, I somehow got on this girl the other day. I think her name is Mac. She's like 13 years old. And she do like the chalk and the slime. She she was eating a Gucci shoe that was. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was made out of sugar. Gucci? And she kept oh. tapping on everything, and I was like, stop. <laughs> There's a fine line between, like, getting extremely annoyed by the little noises or, like, allowing it to relax you. There are some that I find relaxing, but that was not relaxing to me because she, she was just tapping on everything, and she was like, what? It's like, stop. So she was being extra about it. Yeah. She, like, took it to the next level. <laughs> what are they popping off about up there? They're saying they still don't know how they feel about ASMR. Oh. Well, me neither. I, I just it. made some. <laughs> All right, how who's next? How you feel next? about that? Who's next? How you feel so about that? next. Okay. Should I go next? Mm-hmm. Just finish eating the Reese's that's stuck. It's probably all in my teeth. I want to keep it there for later. Do it. <laughs> that's what I do with ham. Oh, Kylie oh doesn't God. even eat ham. <laughs> I was just trying to think of the grossest thing you could keep in your teeth for later. Oh my God, that really got oh me. Oh my God, do you guys want to hear ham. a fucked up story? About ham? No. Okay, listen to this. I said no. Everyone is going to <laughs> gag. So, in third grade, <laughs> I sat next to this girl. Uh-huh. Do you remember, it was, they were plastic bracelets and they were like rainbow seashells. And they were stretchy. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yes. And weren't they like a sex thing? No. no. Oh. No. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, oh, okay. but it was not those. Oh. So, then, no. I'll show you a picture later. Mm-hmm. So, this girl, she wore it all the time. She sat next to me. So, I was like, okay. She comes in one day. She doesn't have the bracelet on. She's got a rash. No. And I was like, oh my God, did your bracelet give you that rash? Are you okay? She was like... No, ham juice got under my bracelet. (laughs) (laughs) And I will never fucking forget it. (laughs) That's something you can't forget. Ham juice got under her bracelet. No, Alyssa, ham juice got under my bracelet. She was basically like, no, you dumb bitch. Disgusting. But anyway. No, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Drinking that dumb bitch ham juice. Shut up. Just shut up, shut up. <laughs> All right, let's tell the next listener's story. Please move on. But oh. are people still here after that? <laughs> okay. I'm crying. This one is from listener I AJ. Never talk about him again. <laughs> hey, ladies. My name is AJ, and I just started listening to the podcast a couple months ago. Thank you. <clears throat> Love it. You guys are hilarious and make my day at work way better. Oh. We get it. Bless you. I don't know if you guys have covered the shadow hat man yet, but I have one hell of an experience that I need to tell y'all. So I'm reading this one because I think in one of the first few episodes. very early on. I mentioned that my mom told me when I was younger, I saw, I, I went up to her and I was like, oh, there's a shadow man. My mom was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, there's a shadow man upstairs. He's wearing a hat. Lo and behold, this is a phenomenon. Uh-huh. People yeah. see this this shadow hat man all the time. Yep. W- wasn't it like the first episode? It was very early yeah. on. It was like maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew. Okay. This experience took place in central New Jersey during the spring and summer of 2013. There were about eight of us that would all hang out almost every day, and the place we ended up at was one of our buddies' house. We'll call him Andrew. Okay. <laughs> all right. 
Good old, okay. good old Andy. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing... Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing an Andrew. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, one day, we're all sitting in the living room, hanging out, and we start to hear cabinet doors slam in the kitchen, which was adjacent to us. We couldn't see into the kitchen, but we knew nobody was in there because his family wasn't home and we were all accounted for. One of us got up to look anyway, and, of course, no one was there. We all agreed that it was really weird, but we just shook it off and didn't worry much about it. Much to our surprise, the cabinet slamming began to happen on a fairly regular basis. Mm Mm-mm. Why? The ghost is hungry. But, like, come on, Zoo. I know. You know where they are at this point? You know. You ain't guessing. (laughs) (laughs) It was creepy, and we knew the house must be haunted because there was no explanation for it. But because it was harmless, we just let it go. Then, one day, when we were all sitting around the dining room table, we heard the front door open and then close. Thinking it was a friend, a few of us yelled out a greeting, but then... After a few seconds, no one came into the dining room. I got up to look outside to see if anyone was out there playing a joke or something, but there was no one there. Considering how long the driveway was, it wasn't possible for someone to come into the house and then run out to a car and take off, and the time it took me to get up and go outside. After this incident is when I started to see this very tall, skinny shadow man who wore what looked like a large brimmed old timey hat in a long black trench coat. There he is. Yes. There the tre- he is. Yeah, there was like a. This like bat tell he was wearing a trench coat. Uh-huh. <gasps> I would only see this man in Andrew's house. At first, it was quick glimpses, and he would be in a far corner or a darkened doorway that was as far from me as possible in the house. I wouldn't see him all the time, but it was at least a couple times a week. As spring turned into summer, we started throwing parties at the house, and people would talk about the house being haunted. As we fed this thing more energy, I would see him more often, and instead of a quick glimpse, it would be a few seconds, and he was getting closer to me. (laughs) Getting the chills. At this point, it felt like not only was I seeing him, but he was watching me. It was really starting to freak me out, and I had to tell someone. I pulled my closest friend of the group, Caroline, aside and told her what I was seeing. Side note, Caroline is actually the person who recommended your podcast to me. Shut up. Hey, Caroline. What up, girl? (laughs) She was also freaked out, but we decided not to tell Andrew because he had to live in the house, and I didn't want him to freak out if there was nothing bothering him. Homies are not homies. Come on, you But Andrew didn't see it. So he was just but, like, like how would you feel? It comes out later this whole time, and you're like, you weren't going to tell me about it? It's like, you weren't going to tell me my boyfriend was cheating on me? I would tell you your boyfriend was cheating on you. you. Like, I don't know if I would tell you there was a ghost in your house, though, because then you, the you wouldn't not? sleep. I would. Thank you. I feel like that's not a homie. Okay. Sometimes you can't tell them, though. Why? I don't if know. If they're bad, you should tell them. If they're good, you should tell them. Yeah. I'll think about it. Okay. Things only got worse from that point on. All the stuff that was happening before was happening more frequently, and this man was getting so close to me, and I would see him for minutes at a time. He was fully aware that I could see him, and he was constantly watching me. It was truly terrifying. I... (laughs) With the pickup in activity and frequency, I decided that I had to tell Andrew what I was seeing. 
Thank God. He's like, God, dude, I've been seeing it too this whole time. I didn't want to tell you because I thought I was crazy. But now you're a homie and you come to me and you tell me the truth. <laughs> wow. Took this long. Just strong feelings. Mm. The night I decided to tell Andrew, we were having a party, and every time I went into the house, I would see the man. After a while, I asked Andrew to come smoke a cigarette with me and Caroline. As I began to tell Andrew what I was seeing by saying, this man is very tall, thin, wearing all black, he interrupted me and finished my description with brimmed hat and a trench coat. What did I say? What did I say? (laughs) Uh, You guys, uh, talk to your friends. Talk to your friends. Talk to your friends. Be open. Be open about the ghosts in their house. Tell your truths. I couldn't believe it. I asked him how he knew, and he said that he had seen that man in his dreams for years. That was really scary to hear, and we had no idea what to do, so we didn't do anything. (laughs) I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? A few days later, me, Caroline, and Andrew were hanging out at the house. We were just sitting in the living room, shooting the shit, when I saw the man come up behind my right shoulder... I could see him in my peripheral, peripheral vision. This was much closer than he had ever been, and since I didn't know what to do, I just ignored him. That's when I experienced the craziest thing I had ever felt. I felt a hand start at my forehead and swipe through my hair to the back of my head. Excuse me? Wait, though. Excuse me, what? Haircut. I was wearing a baseball cap, and my hat didn't move, but I felt a hand go through my hair, and as soon as I felt that, I flipped out on my friends. A rage that was not my own filled my mind and my body. I started telling off my friends, and all I could think was that I needed to get out of that house. Oh my god. Thankfully, my body listened to my thoughts, and I got outside and didn't stop until I reached the road. When I reached the road, all of that anger left me, and honestly, I broke down. Caroline and Andrew came outside to ask what happened, so I told them. I refused to go back in that house for a couple weeks after that, but eventually I did. When I went back in, I probably sounded crazy. I yelled at it, out loud. I was pissed off, and I told him that he isn't allowed to ever come near me, touch me, or mess with my head. (laughs) Dude, tell him what's up. Yeah. Surprisingly, that worked, and I never had another issue with him again, nor did I ever see him again. I'm very grateful that I didn't know about the phenomenon surrounding this figure at the time because it is truly scary, and I don't know that I would have known how to handle that type of fear. Anyway, thanks for reading. I know it's long, but worth it for the story. You ladies are the best. Keep up the good work, AJ. Damn. That that one got me, y'all. AJ, that's real. Mm -mm -mm. I've seen a lot of things in my day, and telling people you've seen something in their house is hard to do. So, I told you guys about the time that I saw someone's dad in their yeah, house. Yeah, I feel like you went and told him right, but you thought Well, you didn't. I didn't know that was a ghost. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, high school boyfriends, another friend. Mm-hmm. All of his friends were haunted. I don't know what that is. Anyway, what? we were at his friend's, another friend's house one night, and everyone was playing video games. I was sitting on the couch because I don't give a fuck about video games. <laughs> and um, I saw a man in a suit walk down the hall. I was like, who the fuck was that? I didn't, like, I tried not to alarm anyone. And then later on that night, the kid who lived there, I was like, I saw a man in a suit walk down your hallway earlier. And he was like, oh, I've seen him before. He was like, I think he comes from the cemetery because they live down the street from a cemetery. Uh -uh. It was like, 
another house beside them and then cemetery. Yeah. So it was like super close. And I was like, oh, okay. But see, there you go. There you go again. But it I would be was hesitant. hard to, it's hard to you tell You don't know someone. how they're going to react. It's a little awkward. Also, if he had been like, what are you talking about? I just got lucky in that he was like, oh, I've seen that guy. Yeah. Because what if it makes them I feel like hysterical? Yeah. You don't want to cause distress. Yeah. It's scary. Oof. I saw a ghost at work. I don't know. And everyone was freaked the fuck out. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. anyway, that's all I'm saying. Well, now they know what's up. They and now I, know I can, now I know I can never tell anyone in the office again if I see a ghost because they True. all freaked out. Huh. Well, all right. All right. You just don't know. Do we want another listener story? We want them all. Absolutely. All right. I got one from our girl, Anissa. Anissa. What's up, ghoul? She says, <laughs> hi, ghouls. I just started listening to your podcast, and I'm already loving it. Thank you. I wanted to email you one of my mini ghost stories that happened yeah. earlier last year. Many. Okay, email them all. Email them all, Anissa. all of them. All right. Her first one. For spring break, my best friend and I went to Disneyland, and we were staying in a hotel by the parks called the Peacock Suites. On the first night at the hotel, I experienced one of the most frightening sleep paralysis—one of the most frightening episodes of sleep paralysis I have ever had. In my dream, I was dreaming about a conversation between my parents and my mom's sister. My mom's sister was telling me in my dream that someone was out to get my parents. Mm-mm. Ooh. Nama and Pa. <laughs> Next thing I know, I can feel myself sitting up in bed in real life and stare at the entryway to, and I'm staring at the entryway to the beds. I saw this dark figure with long arms and beady eyes just staring right into mine. I tried to wake myself up, but I couldn't break the stare between the figure and myself. After what seemed like a good 30 minutes, I was finally able to look away and go back. The next night, I felt the same presence in the room, but I couldn't get myself to look. I still haven't told my best friend what I experienced in the room, but I knew something was off in the room. I have many more paranormal experiences with the... uh, I have many more experiences with the paranormal, but I'll save those for another email. Thank you for reading on... Thank you for reading and all the spooky stories. Love, Anissa. Ooh. Oh, my God. So, Disneyland Peacock Suites. Have you ever been? No. And I told her that I was going to research it further, which I haven't gotten the chance to do. But I'd like to know if anyone else has had anything weird happen there. She said that she researched it and she couldn't find anything. But mm-hmm. maybe since the last time she checked, something has come up. So true. I've never even heard of the Peacock Suites. Not, neither have I, but... But huh. honestly, I don't know much about any of the hotels. Also, around there are so many Disneyland. hotels around Disney, like right. But Disneyland, we know, is haunted. Haunted, haunted AF. AF. Right. So one of them could have uh, walked over there. That's true. That's you true. You know, for a little uh, nightcap. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <gasps> I forgot to tell you guys something that happened last week. What? Okay, this is out of nowhere, but I was getting my hair done. And the angel who does my hair, we had talked about, is, so, the salon is in a really old house over, Mm -hmm. like, downtown. Mm -hmm. And, um, he asked me if I felt anything in the house. And I was like, I mean, all houses, yeah. I love Ruben. Ruben's the best. (laughs) Um, I was like, all houses kind of have, like, an energy 
um, for the most part. I was like, I don't feel anything negative, but I also don't really feel any heavy presences. He was like, well, this girl who used to work here had a, something that was messing with her. It was like following her. It unzipped her skirt one time. Uh-uh. And Rude. I was like, what? Step back and I was to like, what? well, if no one else has experienced that, that's kind of weird. And maybe it was attached to her. And so we were talking about this, and then all of a sudden, he was like, did you hear that? <gasps> and he was like, is so-and-so here? He has a girl who's working with him now as, like, an assistant. And he was like, can you go see if so-and-so is here? She walks out there, and she's like, no one's here, but the front door was open. Uh, hello? What? It was, like, right when we were talking about this. So I don't know if something... Was there like, don't go. talk okay. about me. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, it was weird. That's very and weird. And that door, like, it sticks a little bit when you go in. So I don't know how it yeah. would have opened on its own. What time, exactly. of, what time was it? This was like 10 a.m. Oh. And obviously they would have known if someone were to enter the salon and then leave. It wasn't. Yeah. So we be like, oh. Yeah, no? and it was weird because I didn't even hear the door open, but yeah. he is so used to hearing that door open and close <laughs> that he, like, knows the second it does. Yeah. So, Mm-mm-mm. pretty spooky. Something's there, I think. I think it could we be might, someone. We might need to investigate. We get might our need hair to done, investigate. Get our, get our hair done and then do some investigation. Yeah, do a little I, I agree. late night investigation. Yeah. I'm All right. Down. I got one more story for you guys. Let's this see. This one comes from... All right. Correct me if I'm wrong because I've heard this name pronounced two ways. Mm-hmm. It's either Fatima or Fatima. Oh, girl. So you tell me which she one is correct. Tell us. Send us an email and correct me, please, because I should have asked when we were in conversation, but I apologize. So she says, hello, ladies, I'm reaching out to you from a very haunted area right outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. However, my story doesn't take place here. Let me just say, you are all so amazing. When I listen, I feel like we would get along. We probably Aww. would. We're best friends. We're already friends. <laughs> yeah. I heard about your podcast through Hollywood Paranormal, and since I'm binge listening to you guys, I thought I'd share a story. Shout out to Hollywood Paranormal, because yeah. those two are great. For real. Love Angels Love in L.A. Sweethearts. Talking about... Ghosts. Spooky stuff in Hollywood. I love Hollywood. You love that. If you're into that, that podcast is for you. Recently, I listened to your NOLA podcast, and I too fell in love with New Orleans. Oh, yes. Ugh. I don't even want to talk about what it because I miss it right now. What a place. I know. We talked about New Orleans a lot today, and I'm missing it. Yeah. <laughs> that city seeped under my skin and grabbed a hold. Its charm with the mysterious underbelly is beyond alluring. I agree. Mm. (laughs) Basically, most of my life, I've been sensitive to energies. Honestly, same. So needless to say, the Crescent City had me feeling all the feels, and I caught full-blown apparitions in photographs. One at Muriel's in Jackson Square, and one of Zach and Addie from the Rampart Street Murder House, which I don't know if you guys know that story. No. If you don't look it up, it's truly tragic. It's awful. If you don't want to read something awful, don't look it up. But <laughs> Wait, is this like a very famous story of an axe murder? Not an axe murder. Oh, it was okay. a one, one... Oh, never mind. Murder, yeah. Um, but she caught full body apparitions. Yes. I need so to see these photos. She sent us one of the photos <gasps> and 
It's odd. I can't wait to see it. Part of the photo I think I can debunk, but I have to go to New Orleans to do that. Oh, God. Okay. So we'll just go. We'll just go. Bombs up. Um, so the house, the Zach and Addie Rambert Street murder house, is better known now as the Haunted Museum by Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary's Haunted Museum, which we didn't get a chance to go to when we were there, but we obviously have to return. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to my story. On my first visit, on the second night, my husband fell into a heavy sleep. Let me preface this by saying, he's the night owl. I generally, generally fall asleep the minute my head hits the pillow. Not on this night, though. We stayed at the Royal Senesta on Bourbon. On this night, while hearing all the ruckus on Bourbon, the air felt electric in our room. It's really difficult to explain more than that. It's a feeling I've come to know when a spirit is around. Huh. And anytime I feel it, I freak out a little inside. I try to shut it down because if I don't, I'll hear talking or start to see something appearing before me. So the minute I saw a tall shadow appearing, I lost my shit. I started sweating like a damn pig and hid (laughs) under the covers, turn on all the lights, and pray to anyone that would listen. With cheers on blast and all the lights on, I couldn't wake my husband for the life of me. Weird. While under the sheets, like an overgrown crazy person, I felt tugging. I felt touching, and I felt shaking. Nope. I felt like I was being taunted and on the verge of possibly being taken over. Ah! And I had no (laughs) idea how I managed to fall asleep, but I did. The next morning, I was tightly tucked into my side of the bed. When I woke up, I had to untuck myself in such a way that it was a struggle. Like my, someone tucked her in? Yes. Scoot, what? My husband's so. side of the bed was freeing. He had one leg in, one leg out. Free as a damn bird, all while I'm like a caged animal. I was scared shitless. I woke him like a frantic lunatic. Did you tuck me in like this? He was bewildered and sort of frustrated by my rude awakening. <laughs> Luckily, that was our last night at that hotel, but it didn't stop me from going back. Every time I go back, something happens. This is part of my daily life, but it's mostly subtle experiences. In New Orleans, it's times 100. Girl, I'm telling you. I need better protection techniques. Anyway, if you want to see my photos, let me know. I'd be happy to send Mm -hmm. XOXO Femi K, which is her Instagram. I'm excited to see these photos. The partner Um, was sleeping right next to you while this is happening. And you wouldn't wake up, which is weird. Um, Let us know if we can post that photo. I will definitely share it with the ghouls, obviously. Sorry, Dad. It's truly... I can't... I can't explain it. So, she took a... Let's call it a selfie. She took a picture of herself in, in the window, like a reflection... Okay. And there's a man. Wait. And it's hard to tell. It almost looks like his arm is in front of her. I've looked at this so many times. I've zoomed in in so many different ways. Is this ways. the same night that the I don't. I don't know it? if it's the same night. Oh my god. But we know it's at Muriel's, which we know Someone has the resident. We have the resident ghost Pierre. <laughs> but I can't see. Pierre is supposed to be really lovely, so I don't think he wouldn't go home he unless would do he was that. going home unless to tuck her in. Someone else. He wouldn't be shaken Yo, and pulling out of him. Yeah. But there's a man, and it's hard to tell if he's 
in front of her, behind her. It almost looks like he's in front of her, but I've zoomed in so many different ways. And then there's also a reflection. I think it's a reflection, but it almost looks like in the distance there's another window and there's someone behind it. But knowing where that window is, mm -hmm. I almost think it's a reflection from behind her and it's just cast at a weird angle onto the wall and there's someone in that window back there. Weird. But mm -hmm. it's hard to tell. There's a lot of different angles with windows. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So Weirdos. the man, though, I I can't figure it out. If we're allowed to post that, I hope everyone comments and helps us uh, figure something gosh. out. Yeah. We have a lot more uh, chatting to do. We, we really do. do. We do. With our girl. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <sighs> so uh, that was only four listener stories. People need to send more. I feel like if we, you know, but we want to, we can only do so many at a time because you want to give it. them each their it. moment in the sun, you know? I get it's it. It's very true. Their moment in so the sun. So you're like hiding out. You're like hiding smell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. still send more. Yeah. Send all of your stories to the golden goals podcast at gmail.com. We can never get enough. Also, we had someone send us a, um, a voice memo. You can totally do that too. Yeah. We'd be happy to share that. Mm -hmm. If it's easier for you to share your story that way, we'll accept it. Yeah. Anyway. We will love it. We will play it for the people. Yeah. It's honestly kind of cool to hear it in their voice yeah. because you get the real emotion behind it. The real deal. You get all the details. Yes. yes. I know a few people have been wanting to do that who haven't written emails, so I'm going to reiterate this to those pals and hopefully we'll get some... Record it. Send it to the Golden Girls Podcast right. at gmail.com. Guys, it's your story. If you'd rather tell it, you have the right to yeah. send your voice recording. All right. That was beautiful. Thank you. And until next time. Oh. Stay spooky, guys. Ooh. Ooh.